Previously on The Guardians of Fahal. The party had left Feyen and was making their way to the Harvest Festival in Meyerfield, where they were going to investigate the murder of Lord Westwood at the potential hands of Lord Rice Eris, Lady Elaine Eris's cousin and next in line for the throne. While on the way there, they talked about some of the political situations they are running into with their escort, Lord Caron Desternis, who Rhiannon trusts and also is one of Elaine's most loyal supporters. While there, they settled themselves in Meyerfield, specifically inside the Keep's yard in Lord Desternis' magical mansion. They decided on their covers finally and hammered out all the details before going to the Wheat Blessing Festival in the city and doing a little bit of information gathering there. And then finally, heading into the dinner for the night and trying to gather information from the different servants. Nora and Felix were at one of the servants' tables and learned about some mysterious illnesses and guards getting sick. Una was at the stables and managed to hear about some guards who, one of the guards who got sick, as well as some of the whispering rumors that the nobles are talking about to Elaine's innocence. At Hans and Franz Josh's table and Andrew's table and Rowan's table with the other lesser knights, they heard rumors of fairy shrines being dis destroyed, people going missing over the summer, and other noble gossip. Then they watched a little play during the performance after dinner, and now the music is getting ready to start for the dancing hour. And Lord Rice extends his hand to Rhiannon, who was seated right next to him at the table, and she very tensely takes his hand and he leads her to the dance floor. Not about that part. <laughs> That's how you know he's point. a douche. I know he's a douche. I hate him too. Okay. So Rice has extended his hand to Rhiannon and she accepts. It looks very polished and almost a modest sort of attitude. However, for those of you who know her, you can see that she is wearing a mask of civility right now so hard it's probably made of steel. And she is going to do this so she doesn't look bad and they can play it in the long run. But by her body language and everything, this is not a Rhiannon you've seen before. This is a mask up so far that you just, it, it doesn't even look like her. Um, the other nobles at the head table look like they pair off. It doesn't look like the husband and wives dance together. Like, it's kind of a surprising thing. Um, but people varyingly pair off. And then at all the other tables, people start pairing off as well. And asking people to dance. Seems to be the guys who have to ask the girls to dance. Um, are there, is it... Is it is it all nobility that's doing this? No, the servants and other knights are kind of going around too and asking. What were you okay. saying, Lauren? Felix is actually going to get up and go over to Nora and ask her to dance. Oh yeah, he's just sitting right next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nora at first is kind of taken aback because she's never been asked to dance before. Um, and she'll just kind of like, 
just kind of like her head goes down a little bit and she leans over to Felix a little bit. I don't know how to dance. Not like this, at least. Don't worry. I'll teach you the steps. It's fairly easy. Okay. Um, She'll go ahead and take his hand and go wherever he leads her. She trusts Felix, so... <laughs> Um, boys, are you asking anybody to dance this first round or no? There's various. Uh, hell no. <laughs> you're gonna watch, okay? Uh, yeah, Rowan is Rowan is glued to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan got two left feet. Nor oh, never yeah. taught him to dance. Hans and Franz would have um, he would have stood up and started making his way like around the room. And probably stopped when he sees Felix and Nora moving to the dance floor. And then just kind of stands next to one of like 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 a giant support beam and 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 uh just kind of leans up on it. He's still got the, the helmet on and whatnot. Um and just kind of watches for a little while. I just want to say how funny this is because both Josh and Lauren respectively said to me, yeah, I think I'm going to ask Nora to dance. And I was like, okay then. Nora is that girl and I'm so proud. <laughs> oh. My little bean is growing up. Don't worry. It's really, Hans and Franz has heard this from talking to people. It's very inappropriate to ask the same person to dance more than like, once unless you're engaged then you would or trying to be engaged or like that would imply something serious so he's only got one dance with her unless he's gonna try to steal two. Oh snap so like i said hans and franz is not a political aficionado so all that information is completely gone from his head <laughs> <laughs> lauren you're laughing so hard <laughs> i know i have to mute my microphone just in case my dog started barking <laughs> Because she's uh, so weird, she does that. Um. All right. Okay. Music, music swells, and people start start dancing. Um, Hold on, I need to get dice to see if Nora uh, trips or steps on Felix's feet. What do you consider this role being, Lizzie? Uh, probably acrobatics or dexterity or mm, performance. Maybe performance. <laughs> performance. Okay. But I, I would call you, it performance I would, dexterity. I would um, say performance. Oh, well, help her? I mean, you're trying to lead her, and Felix knows all these dances really well, so yes. Oh, no. Says sick. <laughs> so Nora, you awkwardly step on Felix's feet. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm really not that good at this. It's all right. I well, to be honest, I just wanted a quick word with you. Uh, oh. you're still intending on well, are you still intending on possibly flirting with people? to get information. Maybe? Uh, I didn't really think about it too much, to be All honest. Right. 
it's all right. Um, so do you see those knights over there? And he gestures actually to the uh, Tobar knight and to the Oak knight. Yeah. Well, with his head. Nora just kind of looks over and like just nods. All right. Uh, you see the sigils on their tablets. Mm-hmm. They are uh, some of Lord Desternus's bannermen, and if you happen to need some help or anything of that sort, and you can't find any Desternus folk around, but they are around, you can go to them, and as one of Lord Desternus's servants, uh, just go and implore them to help you, and they will be honor-bound to assist you. And that's uh, for pretty much anything. If um, someone's getting uh, too close to you and you're getting uncomfortable, or if you want them to uh, help you find something, things like that. So, well, more the first. They might get annoyed at the second. But I just wanted you to know that uh, if you do need any help, uh, it's there for you. Nora kind of like bites her lip because she didn't really expect to have a conversation like this and she's getting a little bit nervous. It's You make it sound as if that's a usual thing. I've never been to an event like this. Is that kind of thing what happens a lot? Not particularly, but it does happen from time to time and I think it's better for you to be aware and to have all the tools at your disposal that you're going to need, just in case. So that if something does come up, you'll know how to deal with it. Well, okay. Well, thank Don't you. Don't worry. You'll be just fine. If all else fails, just use some magic on them or something. She, she giggles a little bit at the thought of that. I uh, did, did prepare and tangle, so I think we'll be okay. Glad um, to hear but thanks. It feels good knowing there's people out there looking out for me. You're welcome. I suppose Nora was thinking of doing the same thing. You mean Una? I mean, sorry. <laughs> yes. I Una was thinking I mean, of doing the same thing. Side note, Una's overhearing all of this right now because this is when you're timing back in from where you were at, Megan. So, like, she's just witnessing Felix. That's cute. Like, and, and Nora's conversation. If, she ease, if she's eavesdropping a spruel, I don't know. Oh, hell yeah, she did. <laughs> well, are you kidding me? There's a reason the spider's on Nora. Like, let's be real here. <laughs> she gets to see both, both dances. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> hmm. Hey, it's, it's a really cute spider, man. <laughs> you should know this by now. You know it's on her. Maybe. Hansutron doesn't bug. remember these kinds of things. <laughs> um, okay, Triol so isn't a bug. Spiders aren't more. bugs. She's arachnid. Did. <laughs> did. Whatever. He is an arachnid, yes. Um, sorry, go ahead, Lauren. Una, you're talking about Una can go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I suppose Una was going to 
be flirting as well uh, and actively trying to do this. Perhaps I should tell her about it. Or if you'd prefer. Uh, See her tonight, I'll let her know, but based off of kind of Una, I think she can handle herself. I think she'll be okay. Um, I think you both can. But she did, you know, give me spreeal for the night, so I think she'll, you know, let us know one way or another if she needs help. But Felix, uh, see the spider? Can Felix see the spider, Lizzie? Yeah. Where is it at? Where's where's Spreel hiding on her? He was in between her dress ruffles, if I remember correct, towards the top, like near the waistish area on the hip in between like a ruffle, if I remember correctly. Somewhere hidden. Like behind the waist looks, like, belt. In. Well, I mean, her dress is probably yeah. black or at least in a dark color. So you'd probably yeah. blend in pretty well. Well, yeah. hang yeah. on. Let me let me look hidden. up Disturna's house colors and I can tell you. Well, I mean, they would always, like, no matter what house color it is, they would always be a very muted color so they didn't stand out too much. Yeah, I'm just I'm just seeing what color his house is because I wanted to just see if, like, maybe it's, like, a dusty something. Give me a minute. Indulge me. Indulging. Okay. Steve Olive. Uh, you could either, you could either be in... You could either be in black. Um... And you're, uh, ch- you're, nah, maybe it's more in like this, the chain thing, you know, to show that you're like a, like a, they're called like heraldry chains or something. They're like, yeah. So you're probably in some sort of like really dark gray color or something with maybe some splashes of pink in it. With his, cool. with actually, it probably should say what, wouldn't it, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't it have like a mark on it? Because if the knights are having, they're out on their tabards, the servants think should have some sort of insignia. That's, so you guys, it's your world. I mean, if yeah, that's. I would, I would <laughs> assume that it would have some, right? Like, Lauren, you, you research this I'm stuff. Loving. Wouldn't servants have some sort of iconography of what lord they served on them? Like, maybe not the full chain of office, like you if they were like. Their upper arm. sleeve. Okay, yeah. So you actually yeah. have the discernest patch on your sleeve, probably. Yeah, they probably would have had like very muted or black tones for most of it. And then the uh the patch itself would be somewhere that's kind of like unassuming. Okay. Mm. Somewhere they they could present it if needed, but they're supposed to kind of like not stand out, so they didn't put a lot of print okay. onto their clothing. All right. So anyway, Nora will make a gesture kind of like with her eyes down to her like waist. Um, he's he's just kind of hidden down there. All right, that's good. So what are you thinking about the, uh, well, the rest of the feast? I mean, the food was good, but... In terms of the actual information, there's honestly a lot more questions than answers. That happens sometimes. I think it'll be good for all of us to regroup eventually. Yeah, we'll have to do that later tonight. I 
I'm curious what everybody else has found and if they've heard the same kind of information we have. It's likely that they've heard different things. I mean, different people are more concerned with different sorts of news. And so sometimes you get a bigger picture from what different people are saying. Mm -hmm. Be able to put together puzzle pieces. Precisely. Um, side note, I don't want to cut the RP stuff short, but the dance is probably only three minutes long. So I'm like, probably you only got like a couple. Probably coming to an end. Yeah, it's probably coming to an end. Um, Felix, with your passive perception and you're looking out amongst the dancers, you know, you see your eyes kind of scan by Rhiannon and Rice dancing and you can see that she is like, looks like a wall. <laughs> and like, it, it looked like she looked more looked more composed at the beginning of it and it looks like she's just getting more like there's more of like that cold like a cold rage building the whole and like i'm not gonna smile at all and i'm gonna look mm -hmm. like i'm doing this out of duty uh, mm -hmm. is rice talking to her yeah you can see them talking to each other it's probably more her having to listen and him just chattering on yeah is what i'm assuming yeah felix Definitely frowns at that. Um, as you're watching them, though, there's another pair that spins past you. And it's a face that you recognize, um, but under surprising context. Back a long time ago, when you followed your lead from the Venerable, who was somebody who was higher up and ended up meeting with some representative of the nobles, who you uh, thought were both Lord Westwood's men, there was one called Hal, who he followed back, and then there was one that was, and he called him Mr. Business because he was all business. He didn't really have a sense of humor. The other one he called Mr. Pleasure because he was much more flirtatious, and especially by what happened during that, uh, he oh, just no. seemed more easygoing. And that one said he was one of Westwood's guards. Uh, and his name was Sir Drake. This guy, who you remember the other Sir Drake calling Hal, is one of Lord Griffin's knights. And you recognize that because of his his heraldry. But you remember that from when you followed Vestrum back from the um, from your hideout, the Dandelion, to the Wicked Wench and eavesdropped on that conversation right before all this happened. So you notice that as the dance is wrapping up. Uh, so Nora, you've been dancing with Felix for this dance. And I think that he suddenly missteps as he sees this couple, couple going past. Nora just kind of like tries to like kind of catch Felix a little bit and get him back on track. Is everything okay? Uh, just made a mistake. That's all. Uh, yeah, I'll catch you up later tonight with everyone else, all right? Okay. Um, if, if you need anything else, let us know, but have fun. You too, Nora. Thank you. Um, what? You guys finish your dance, and we're going to go back a little bit into the middle of this dance. Hans and Franz, as you're leaning up against the pillar watching this, uh, you hear a voice of a man next to you with kind of a gruff voice say uh excuse me uh 
my lord's daughter wishes to ask you something. And you turn and there is a knight in um, heraldry that has a, what's their sigil? Uh, it looks like a horn sigil on them. And standing next to him is kind of probably like a 14 year old girl who is dressed pretty traditional. It's probably her first ball and she's just staring at your helmet. He's like, Lady Phoebe wishes to ask you something about your helmet. Um, Hans and Franz will uh, turn and uh, I guess to not be towering over her, get down, uh, like kneel down on one knee. And uh, let's see, what was the voice I used? Um, yes, super what is your question, Phoebe? Uh, the knight is like, it's Lady Phoebe, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> the helmet, like, er, tur turns up towards him. What is your question, my lady? I want to know how you made it. I've never seen metal working like that before. And you can just tell like from her eyes, like she's just studying the mask, like yep. on a level of appreciation, which for Hans and Franz, having a nobleman's daughter be like this nerded out and excitement is very like kind of surprising to him. But she's just like super excited about like, how did you make it? I've never seen any metal working like that before. It has such a beautiful hexacomb shape in it. Um, Hans and Franz will like tilt his head down in thought uh, just a bit. Um, and um, kind of move, move his, move his helmet a little closer and uh, whisper magic. What? Are you a priest as well? Do you follow Tatius? I've never seen any of his craftsmen make this before. Um, no, my lady, Tatius is not one whom I follow, but I am a craftsman. And she's just like super interested and like the guard is kind of like a little bit uncomfortable, like with like, eh, probably shouldn't really be talking like, you know, it's 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 OK, but it is a little bit like, I don't know if you're he has this look of actually Hans and Franz. Give me an insight check. No, I'm actually good at that. Eleven. OK, it's not great. For some reason, like the night is starting to look like a little bit uncomfortable and like looking at her and then looking at like where her like so, like the other like some other people in the room are like he's getting like kind of concerned about like the conversation and stuff like that. And he says, Lady Phoebe, I think your mother wouldn't want you to miss your opportunities to dance. And she's like, I don't care about that. I want to know what this is like, what God he follows, where he could make this. And he's like, my lady, your father and mother follow Tactius. You're not like and she's like, I don't care. I want to know. Uh, Hans and Franz will stand up um, with this kind of mm -hmm. this knight talking down to, to to this 14 year old, this young, young girl and uh, kind of, I guess, maybe hearing the, the crescendo or whatever of the mm -hmm. music um, ask, 
my lady, would you like to dance? He like is like, sure. Like, like it's kind of clear that she's not so really as experienced, you know, at like this. It's her That's first. Fine. Ball. doesn't know you what know. a dance is. Yeah. Um. So is this is this is this is the first song is ending then? So the second. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um. Yeah, you can do that. Um. And the knight is like, wait, what? No. Uh, he's like, sir, she is not of a station for you to be able to do that with. Does the lady refuse my request? I think her parents would object. And she's like, you just told me and my mother said she wanted me to dance with people. So I'm doing it. And it's a knight. It's fine. He's technically a noble and Lord Disturbness is well respected. And uh, like she just kind of like offers her hand out, like, "All right, you can take me out to dance. It's fine." <laughs> and um, he, he'll so the the etiquette of like taking taking her hand, I guess maybe like yeah. more daintily, yeah, uh, is is not necessarily in his mind. <laughs> um, so uh, so he he probably will like grab you know do like a, a full hand grab and just like like hand in hand lead her onto the dance floor okay uh the knight looks like oh my god like what did i just let happen why did i let her talk me into this and phoebe is quite happy and like it's very clear like just so for audience sake yeah you know, she's 14 it's her first ball but the way she's talking to hans and franz it's not like she's like a crushing like adolescent, she's just genuinely like, oh my God, you have a cool helmet. I am so interested in metalworking and I want to nerd out with you. Is is Tactius a god that we've heard of before? Yes. Yeah, he's the- uh, Tactius he's like, is a god that, that Hans and Franz has actually um, read stuff about uh, because that was one of the crafting books that he got in the beginning was um, from Tactius to the Fae about magical crafting so there was ah uh, okay yeah got it all right so and i believe out. he has a temple in Feyen, right in, yeah. the, temple in the temple district, district. Yeah. yeah yeah okay um so yeah hans and franz will uh or i'll refer to him as his current moniker helm will take phoebe onto the dance floor and um uh i guess answer answer her questions kind of yeah. vaguely um like not specifically like he wouldn't mention the bendaya okay. or um um moru um or uh Angid or forian or anything concepts like that. And, he, concepts and names. Right. He he would um uh talk about um a um a a village uh on the west side of the mountains um is um a uh, a goddess of of um fire healing and craftsmanship mm. um and that is who he follows uh um, 
she would probably get really interested and she's like, I didn't know that there was any cool gods and goddesses on that side of the valley. I knew the Iron Valley has the same pantheon and I know that there's sort of some like weird isolationist people that my mom hates that live there, but I didn't know there was other gods. Uh, he would say, my lady, there are gods all over the world. From the Dragon's Claw to the Broken Isles and the Iron Valley to the Wind Plains, there are gods everywhere. Well, okay. So, um, what's yours called then? Because I want to, I want to learn a little bit more about blacksmithing. Actually, does, does your god let you have women be blacksmiths? Of course. Really? They encourage women and men alike. She like kind of pauses for a bit and she's like thinking, she's like, I think I like your God. Even though I don't know their name. Is um, there a way to pray to them to see if they, they, they'll talk to me? Well, um, He'll he'll actually kind of probably slow slow down his probably very awkward dancing. Like I, you know, she doesn't I, seem to care uh, at oh. all. Oh, uh, I got a nineteen on acrobatics. So well, let's see how this girl does. Apparently, Hans and Franz ain't too bad right now. Ooh, she's not doing good, but it's probably because one, she doesn't really seem like she wants to be here doing this. There's also a height difference. For you. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, but Hans and Franz will kind of, um, uh, I guess, uh, slow down as now his mind is sidetracked on, oh no, she's actually interested in, in, um, uh, Angeed and, um, if I, if I say the name, it might give things away, um, um, so he'll, um, uh, he'll say that um, she has many names, um, but the more common is the Lady of the Forge. Um, it's a woman goddess who's a craftsman? That's even cooler. Yes, my lady, that's what goddess means. Well, you said god earlier. I said goddess. Above table, I think you did say God originally, but okay, whatever. Did I? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's all gotcha. right. Um. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, uh, the Lady of the Forge, and if you wish to pray to her, simply light a fire. Wait until the embers have the the ash and fire has died down. And speak into the embers. Don't touch them. They are quite hot. But speak into the embers. And she'll hear you. She nods excitedly and says, Well, I will probably not be able. Well, I could try tonight. But do you have to do it multiple times before she answers? Hmm. 
There is no guarantee that she answers. I cannot give you false hope there, my lady. Um, but um, she welcomes conversation, even if it is one-sided. And it doesn't have to be any special fire. You simply have the dying fire of a stove and the embers are still there. Speak. And perhaps she will answer you. Uh, the dance kind of comes to an end and she curtsies and she says, uh, thank you, sir. I sir actually... Helm. Sir Helm. I am Lady Phoebe Feldspar, and thank you for being my first dance and telling me about the cool goddess. The pleasure was all mine, my lady. And okay. he'll he'll give mm -hmm. kind of a a more like awkward, like mm -hmm. very rigid bow. Very, very opposite of how decent he was apparently doing in dancing. Mm -hmm. Um his uh social tumbles come back <laughs> oh my god yeah it's you guys part and she looks quite excited about this prospect and by the way that was fucking cute as hell um oh Hans god. and Franz after after Phoebe goes away mm -hmm. would start looking for um her handler oh the knight yeah uh, she walks kind of back towards him. Towards he, him? Okay. Yeah. And he looks like one of her brothers is there. Like, you would assume it's one of her brothers because of, like, oh. the crest and stuff of the horn sigil on his tabard. And it looks like he's going to take her out for the next dance. And he's kind of, like, asking her, like, who, like, are you, who are you dancing with? <laughs> and also, and like, you get the vibe of, like, mom, mom told me to go dance with you. You know, so... Why other weren't you here to dance with? <laughs> What the heck, Phoebe? Yeah. Uh, Hans and Franz, uh, though he can't necessarily make any sort of glare or stare mm -hmm. through the helmet, the like he would move off off the dance floor mm -hmm. and kind of have his helmet facing the the night. Okay. And um, um, kind of almost like holding the, the stare until the knight looks his way. Not with that role is he noticing you staring at him. Well, I'm just going to make his ears real itchy then. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, for the second dance while that was happening, Nora and Rowan, do you do anything? Because Felix, you feel a tap on your shoulder and we'll cut to this. And there is a very familiar voice, as you know, of one of Lord Desternis's female knights in training and who is undercover as one of uh, Rhiannon's handmaids is the familiar face of Septima. Or Septima. I always forget how I say her name. Septima. And she says, all right, you got to have a dance with me. And then she's like, and then we can talk about what we learned. Septima's the flirt, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So to Nora and Rowan, Rowan what are you doing? Um, so after a little bit of backtracking, um, the the first dance, did Rowan see uh, Rhiannon and Rice dancing? Yes. Okay. 
If he could, um, if he wanted to focus his attention there, they were on the floor. So yeah. I'm just gonna. Okay, with a twelve, I feel like I feel like I can kind of figure out that she's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So I would probably go and and find her after after that first dance, and just like check in with her, I guess. Um, she says, I wouldn't mind having an escort for some fresh air. And you can see there is actually probably like five other noblemen that were like lurking by where Rice dropped her off and were like getting ready to try to ask her to dance. And then you are like, hey, do you need some refreshment? And she's like, it is quite... It is quite warm. I wouldn't mind having just a breather from everything. And then they're all faces are like, fuck. <laughs> I, I give her my arm and mm -hmm. take her wherever she needs. She just says, let's go out into the let's go out into the foyer for a moment. Like, you know, and, or actually she'll say, let's let's go out to the foyer where there is a, a balcony area. So she's like for some fresh air. Thank you, sir. Like, you know, it's kind of like she's treating you like a servant and you can feel like her skin is like ice as she's touching you. Like. Yeah. Um, so as as soon as um, we get to sort of a, a balcony area, um, I assume there's not a whole lot of people around. Yeah, there's nobody. Everyone is inside okay. right now for the dances by because it's only the second dance. Nora, do you go with them or do you are you staying inside? Nora's going to stay inside because she okay. figured they'll, she'll learn more when they all meet up. Instead, she's going to scope out the room and just kind of like check out all the different sigils and who's kind of dancing with who. And if there's anybody that's particularly maybe getting a little bit more friendly than the single dance respectively kind of thing. Um, what do you mean by getting more friendly? Like, what do you She's mean? She's looking for people getting flirty with each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wants um, to learn. Gather in the goss. He wants to gather info okay. and see who's with who. Who's hooking up? <laughs> um, well, it kind of looks like there's a bunch of the... You, you can see that from the girl, the youngest, probably you would assume, of this family that Hans and Franz was dancing with. Um, you recognize the horn sigil? They have some other brothers. Um, there's, let me see how many fucking kids they have here. Again, phrasing. Of, of the bunch, there's two, but. <laughs> there's, there are one son there that is now, that looked like he was supposed to be dancing with his sister and she just left him to dance with Hans and Franz, mm -hmm. um, Josh's character. Um, and then there's three other girls. Um, it looks like for the second dance, Rice actually goes and asks Lila Westwood to dance. Um, and you know, that's Westwood's niece that was mentioned yep. in the letter. Um, it looks like there's some knights that have some sort of rose aesthetic going on and they have like three good looking sons and they seem to kind of be very flirtatious with whoever they dance with. Um, there's a family that has a bunch of kids there that look like they have a sigil on it with like a raccoon. Um, and it's got like a crotchety old man at the head of it. And it's like all of his grandchildren, you would assume, are dancing. There's like five of them. Um, some of them are more flirty than others. 
There's actually a couple like men who look like they're a bit older who are dancing where you're like, maybe they're widowed. Like, and they also have their kids there dancing. Um, and there is basically a lot of the people from the higher tables look like they were married. So it seems like they're kind of dancing with other people to show off um, them as like their their dance prowess for magic and shit. So, um, good. To yeah. Know. Also, Nora, um, as you're walking around, kind of watching, you see that like out like you're walking by the exit for like the like the entryway into the great hall and you can actually see like on the wall across outside where nora or where rowan and rihanna went through to go get fresh air there is a massive tapestry hanging up that looks like it has a bunch of family crests and sigils on it nora is gonna go over to that immediately okay and check out what it is all right um, we're gonna cut back to actually no, I'm gonna give it to you first so you can look at the family tree. Okay. Uh, it is basically so you can look at it while this conversation happens. There it is a family tree that looks like it covers all of the Carlisle family tree in recent history. Um, so you can see several there's several crests under each of the name. I don't have all of them listed under there because that would have been really fucking confusing on here, but you uh, you can look at it and ask me about anything specifically. Where did I put, put it? In the player channel yep. or? Yep, so everybody can look at it and Yay. just because. Wait. That's a big family tree. All right. So, and this was only the 200 year old family of Carly. Carly. If I would have done the heiress one, which thank God is not here, it would have gone back like 600 years. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. Uh, I started it and then I gave up. Okay, so hey. taking a look at this, oh. I'm very happy to see what is all included on here so far because it's answering a lot of questions I had of who's related to who. <laughs> also, yeah. the blue purple is the heir, the person who inherited okay. it. Or oh. the red. Illegitimate. Oh. Okay. Oh. Winston got busy. <laughs> okay, so we've got the disturbance. Oh, three here. children in the same year. Jeez, Winston. Calm down. So much going on in this corner. So Resand Carley River married Clarissa Carley. In the year 995 of our Lord such and such. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There's a Blackburn in this list. What? Wait, yeah. Where's where's my notes on that? Devin Caster, Caster, Keister? Devin Keister married Marissa Blackburn in 1050. As a note to the listeners, um, uh, Rice Eris was born in 1197, so this is a little bit. There's another Blackburn back. in here, too. There uh, is. Ed Edely Blackburn married Chandler Carley in. Is that on the left? It's on the left side. Are you thinking, um, who are you thinking oh, yeah. the Blackburns are? 
Uh, so the Blackburns, uh, just um, I remember them from the, I think the fighting pits. Uh, it was Lord Blackburn was yeah, one was of the uh, one of the dudes that I think bet on my brother. Yep, and won a bunch yep. of money from Rice. Yep. Um, no. No. Blackburn was the one who was there recently when Felix went and eavesdropped. Westwood, Briar, and uh, Evelyn were the ones who bet on Hans and the exile well, and won a bunch of money. Isn't Blackburn the monster hunter troop thing? No, that's the Westwoods. That's the Westwoods. Dang it. Okay. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta look at one of these letters. Yeah, from Carly Blackburn to Rice concerning the noble mouse in the dungeons. Also, the dots are indications yes. of marriages. Yeah. Yep. Got it. So. Yeah. Hinted uh, by the word uh, yes. married. The weathers. Question. Yes. What's the first name of the Disturnus that we're currently under? Heron. Okay. Okay. So... So here's, you know, just, just something that I noticed. The tree at the moment begins and ends with a rice. The progenitor of the tree is Resand Carlay River. Mm -hmm. And the current last name on the tree is Rice Eris. There's the also a rice right in the middle that... Uh, the tree. Yeah, I noticed that. Rice Carlay. Uh, yeah. So he, it's clearly a family name. Clearly. So Uno, one thing, if you're looking in on this as as you're on Nora, you remember reading about uh, Weinstein's Carly specifically, and he was a massive man whore and had a bunch of illegitimate children, and he didn't really have a, he didn't have a legal wife, so there was a huge fight over who got this land and it ended up going to rice who got rice carlay who got legitimized because um she, she was from another no she was like a noble as well so they kind of but there was like a you remember reading the story about a lot of people suspect that like the gods were angry at him for being such a man whore because ever since then they've just had bad luck with like kids isn't that part of the curse too? Supposedly the crib curse. Uh, the, no, Una would have remembered reading about this in the library that like they know that uh, Rice Carlay from that line got away from like there was kind of a party throne where one of the other bastards that had more of like support did like a party and then he tried to murder all of his half brothers. Um, but Rice got away, so, like that Rice got away with his mom somehow. So he didn't get murdered. But a lot of people are like, oh, this, like that's kind of a big ghost thing in this house, you know, because of all of that drama, because that one guy. They're all vampires. It's the same Rice. Let's not <laughs> That's my theory and I'm sticking to it. Rice is just 500 years old. It's the same rice. He just reincarnates himself as the new rice. And that way he doesn't have to change his name because he's like, oh, it's a family name. <laughs> it, it's a good name, right? <laughs> uh, do you want to cut over? Do you guys want to keep looking at this or do you want me to cut over to Aaron and Rihanna? You can cut and we'll just keep looking. Okay. 
You guys message amongst yourself in the player channel. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, you get outside with Rhiannon. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like it takes a minute for that mask to fully drop. And then she just starts like shaking horribly. She starts, she starts shaking. shaking. Yeah. Like it's almost like she's starting to just go into shock a little bit. Um, Rowan will sort of put himself um, between her and the door so that no one can see mm -hmm. her having this breakdown. Um, and Brian, um, try and get her, her gaze if she's not looking. Um, if, yeah, if she's not, if she's averting her eyes or anything, he'll, he'll try and, and mm -hmm. get her gaze, um, and just very calmly ask are you okay she like shakes her head no and she's like will you just hold me for a minute I need to not feel him touching me I need someone else I trust touching me right now of course and he will immediately just wrap mm -hmm. her in a hug she 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 breathes and she's not crying it's kind of like this weird sobbing but having Rowan be the one to kind of hold her and just feel so unique because he's made mm -hmm. out of wood he feels like a tree it's just she starts like coming back a little bit from wherever she was starting to slip into and she's like i think i'll be okay as long as i don't have to t dance with him again <sighs> if if you would like i can make sure that that does not happen she she says why are you going to duel him yeah dance with a broken leg it, if if that is what needs to happen, then yes, but otherwise I will do what I can to protect you from his influence. She kind of leans back in and hugs Rowan very tightly. And she says that she's so grateful that she's not alone anymore and she has real friends. And that she doesn't have to face another one of the worst moments of her life alone anymore. We are all here for you. Whatever you need. You just let us know and we will do it. Um, she just stays out with you for a bit and then eventually she'll kind of say, I think I'm okay to go back in. I, we just have to be focused on finding the answers. Rowan. Um, yes? Will you let me fight him with you and find the truth with you? I don't want to stay locked in my room and let other people fight my battles for me anymore. Of course. This... The whole, the whole reason that we are here is for you. I, Blind I, kingdom. Of, of course. But number one priority is making sure that you are safe. There's a, a slew of other things, but if anything needs to take a back seat, as long as you are safe, then that is the goal. And, and if you feel that 
you need to face him, then I will not do anything to stop that. She gives him a big hug. And I'll I'll return the hug and say, and I don't think anyone else will either. (sighs) We'll see about that, but... (laughs) Lord, Lord Disternus might not like the idea of me going to fight someone on my own, but we'll see. We'll, we'll deal with that when the time comes. Uh, and she'll walk back into the hall with you. Uh, she's composed herself again. So is Nora still looking at the family tree? Yeah, she's kind of like making mental notes of what she finds and looking at dates and trying okay. to figure out like did you have a question about any of the things that you looked at i don't think so not okay. yet i None think there this- might be questions when we all get back together okay sounds good cutting to felix quickly on the dance floor because this is what's happening when uh hans and franz's dance josh's character is dancing with um Phoebe, I forgot what I named her for a second. Uh, and it's, uh, Septima is kind of like, so what did you find out on your end? Lord Griffin is very likely involved with the Venerable. What? That wasn't talked about before, unless I completely missed it. What makes you think that? I made an assumption that both the men I that night were uh, Westwood knights. They weren't. One was Westwood and the other that I did not get a good look at was Griffin. I, He's dancing right, o- right over there and he jerks his head. So do you want me to go dance with them next? See if I can get some information out of him? I'm pretty good at doing that with men. Most men. Uh, he looks kind of stuck up, but I bet he's secretly kinky. I bet I could figure it out. You, you go for it. <laughs> she she laughs and she says, "By the way, I don't remember you having that accent earlier when we talked during the few days that I've been around you guys." <laughs> he shrugs. <laughs> Burke has us learn a lot of accents. Roll me a deception check. 14. Okay. Well, she rolled a 14 on the die and her in, and her insight's a little bit higher and she's like, I would wager that's a native accent. Are you from Disturnus Lands originally? Perhaps. Perhaps not. You can see her staring at you, like at you for a very long time, Felix. And then she just kind of says, "Mm, no, probably not. But it's like, she looks incredibly suspicious. (laughs) And she basically says, well, I'm going to go have my dance. You be a good little birdie and get up to whatever you need to. And just see if there's a reaction from that. So we have a, a little mouse and a little birdie. Stokes on you, Septima and Felix are totally exes. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> he just doesn't recognize him. Does she think he's Rinjin? Um, 
Rin Rinjin? Yeah, Discernus's son. Or grandson. Oh. The would-be assassin. Right. Mm-hmm. So she goes off to dance with uh, the griffin, tries to get the griffin guy to dance with her and see if she succeeds. She rolled a 17. God damn, I love Septima. <laughs> she gets this guy to dance with her, even though it's very unusual. Women don't ask guys to dance, and he seems like he's really straight-laced. She might have been on to something, and she gets him out on the dance floor. <laughs> my queen. This is my favorite one of the Disturnus guards. I'm sorry, I love her so fucking... <laughs> And also, she's like, I just want to say for the listeners, she's like in her 30s or two. So like, she got it. She just knows. Slash, I need validation because I'm 30. <laughs> Is there anything else that happens amongst the dances that you guys wanted to RP? Because otherwise, Rhiannon is going to get grabbed by a bunch, not physically grabbed, she's going to get asked by almost I was going to say, Rowan's right there. <laughs> she will go dance with a bunch of other people. Like, she will go and dance and stuff. At some point, because Andrew is not here, I'm assuming she gets one dance with Hans and Franz because she they agreed upon it. Rowan but I don't, know sure how, I don't know how it went. I'm assuming that she looked genuinely happy during it, but Andrew's not here because of his life. Um... We're assuming it goes well. Otherwise, it's pretty clear that like there's actually kind of a disparity disparity. Like there's more girls here than guys. So there's actually quite a few times girls are sitting out and don't get asked to dance. And it seems like all the really higher ranking ones are like never without a partner. Hans and Franz would uh, try to get Nora uh, or ask Nora to dance um, if he can find her after the Phoebe dance and she went elsewhere. She might be looking at names still out in the Great Hall. Yeah, but he's not. He He's yeah. more so looking in the room okay. with all of the people in it. Yeah, Nora probably would have, like, by the time that she went out there, she'd probably be studying it for maybe, like, little less than 10 minutes. Like, she wouldn't want to look like she's super creepy and like studying this tapestry because she doesn't want people to like question her. So she's like trying to keep it a little bit more casual, but still get all the info she needs. And then when she's done, she'll go back into the big hall. Got just charcoal and parchment and just like yeah, she's not pushed her glasses real far up her nose yep. and just like writing stuff down. Now she doesn't want to be like that person that Weird. gets questioned as to what's your motives. <laughs> Instead, she's just like, no, I'm just admiring the family. And I had no it's idea. It's such a there big was, tree. It's such a large family tree. I was just so interested. That's how she's playing it off. But normally trees grow from the ground up. This one looks like it's growing from the top down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, eventually she will go back in. So. Okay, so 10 minutes, two or three songs, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, so I guess the fifth or sixth song, mm -hmm. I don't know which, um, Hans and Franz would ask Nora to dance. All right. Nora would happily accept. 
Wonderful. Now that she's had one under her belt from Felix, she's kind of like, okay, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> and so she'll... Now the two uncoordinated ones can have a go. No, but this also will make her feel much better because she knows she's not alone in being, like, not super coordinated. So she's like, we're just going to have fun and it doesn't really matter. It's not anybody who's, like, knows what they're doing and I have to try to, like, keep up. <laughs> have no pressure. <laughs> Little does she know it matters the world to Hans and Franz. I'm going I'm going to roll. I want to see how yeah, how left feet. Please. Okay, 14. Oh, okay. For a minute it didn't show up for me and it was uh, like there's just no number of how it how you oh, performs. Yeah, it's because I have uh 3D dice on so it actually rolls a d20 across ah, my screen. Gotcha. I got a 17 this time. She must nice. have learned this little something. Okay, all right. So we're, we're, we're just right in tune, nice and comfy, not nervous at all. That's a lie. And yeah. Um, Anzatron's probably, probably making like awkward small talk. Um, uh, like, have you, uh, uh, have you seen anything interesting tonight? Um, um, I've never been to a party this big before. Um, all the usual. What were you and Felix talking about? <laughs> Did he get your number? Nora would respond honestly to everything. Even the, what were you and Felix talking about? It would be like, he was just uh, making sure that I was okay and that we knew what was going on and stuff. Well, I'm glad you know what's going on because I still don't. It is honestly quite confusing. Like I was telling Felix, I have more questions than answers at this point. I, I actually got to answer some questions this evening. Uh, the young, young lady Phoebe was about my helmet and, and, uh, Angied. I didn't tell her the name exactly, but she was actually interested in, I think, I think the lady wants to be a blacksmith. Oh, I, I mean... I don't blame her for being interested. Your helmet is really nice. It looks really good. You worked really hard on it, too. So, yeah, but that's that's amazing that she was interested as well in Angeed. Hopefully that means there you'll find more people like that as we, you know, talk to everyone. It would it would be nice. Um, but otherwise, Hans and Franz is just going to enjoy the moment, um, you know, trying to stretch these five minutes or whatever into, you know, as much time as possible. Um, yeah. Uh, probably, like, uh, under his helmet, just kind of grinning from ear to ear, sort of just like, you know super super happy but also yeah nervous which are painted 
That's adorable. Just having fun. <laughs> She's like, this isn't a person I have to impress. I'm just going to have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Well, the rest of the night kind of goes on then if there's nothing else Ooh. amongst the dancing. Oh, Ooh. go ahead, Josh. Well, uh, when the dance is done, I will um, uh, do the, I guess, usual bow, uh, but say in Celestial, thank you for the dance. No! <laughs> God! Nora responds, thank you, too, in Celestial back. Um, I can't. It's so cute. And uh, uh, I can imagine when they uh, like separate, like they're kind of like hand in hand kind of dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. She probably would give his hand a slight squeeze um, and uh, give him a big smile before they part. He's going to be staring at that hand all <laughs> night. <laughs> What does it mean? (laughs) I will never wash this hand ever again. (laughs) Um, If there's nothing else, I guess, um, for dancing, it goes on. um, With oh, how long is the night? Like, I guess. Sorry, I did. I don't remember what time the party started. What time the dancing started? Dinner was an hour, the play was an hour, dancing started at eight, and it's about okay. 10 o'clock and dancing is wrapping up. And a little bit before gotcha. that, you guys see that, um, okay, so Karen, Lord Karen gets approached by uh, Rice, and uh, he was actually going over and talking to Hans and Franz as well. And it looks like he's being friendly and sociable, and then um, essentially, they have a conversation and uh, Charon nods, like, you know, and they kind of like give each other a respectful parting for the night. Um, and they're, mm, anybody watching this can give me an insight check. I'm I'm watching him like a hawk. Insight, yeah, you say? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Damn it. 18. Okay. So. I rolled a 12 on the person that mattered, Rhiannon, and then in true Rowan form, I rolled a four. Wait, what did you roll insight for with Rhiannon? Oh, with her dancing? Just to see if I could, just to see oh. if I could tell how upset she was. Oh, sure. Basically, if I beat, if in, in, in my mind, if I beat a 10, I can kind of at least piece the important parts together. So Lauren's on mute, so I'm gonna narrate that she got a six for insight, which is the most Felix thing ever because his insights <laughs> are always fucking shit, and it's same. God damn same. <laughs> but he can read lips, so he will be able to catch what Rice actually says um, to them as they're talking. But for those of you who rolled higher than a fifteen for insight, when Rice is talking to both Caron and. Uh, Andrews, Hans, and Franz. He's being very friendly and polite, but there is moments where, like, you can tell that he recognizes Hans and Franz for some reason, and it is very much a fake politeness. So, there's that. Aaron does or Rice does? Rice recognizes Hans and Franz, Andrews' character. Because above table, they met before, and Andrew called him a coward and fucking grabbed his hand, which was basically like, you don't do that to a noble. <laughs> uh-huh. So he he knows. 
Lauren, because Felix can read lips, uh, Felix catches the conversation and Rice is being very sociable and he says that he hasn't had a chance to talk to him sooner, but he wanted to invite him, Lord Charon de Sternus, and then also this ambassador from the, uh, that Rhiannon invite, Lady Rhiannon invited along and who's traveling with him to go hunting with the lords in the morning if they wish. They would be leaving at like sunrise. Uh, and Lord Charon says, I will make arrangements with my crew, my, not my crew. I'll make arrangements with my servants to have our horses ready and join you on the hunt. So, and it's all, they're doing this very polite, nice dance with each other. (laughs) Dancing around European, like, niceties or no pleasantries. pleasantries. Otherwise, you guys, Rion, uh, Charon actually comes and sees Rhiannon like kind of getting tired out from dances. And there's a couple more people that were like, please let me get one dance in with her. And then it's like, Lady Rhiannon, I am retiring to our our quarters for the night. Would you like to stay longer or an escort back? And she says, I would actually like to retire for the evening. I'm very tired from all the dancing. Everything has been so wonderful though. Uh, you know, very much like, and there's a couple people that were like, God damn it! Like, <laughs> anyway, so y'all see him leave, and the rest of the Disturnus servants start following out afterwards, and you guys make it back to the mansion. And Una, you have been with um, the guys in the stable, and you know that they're heading back. Um, so, the which which guard would start? Folent volunteers to sleep in the stable if you, Una, and Rowena want to go back and check in with Lord Disturnus for now, since he wants somebody to stay with the horses for the night. Yeah, I'm game for that. That makes the most sense, especially since he was the one that wasn't partying with us. So, yeah. I'm game for that. Okay. So you and Rowena make your way back to the... It looks like you guys are kind of sleeping in like a make like a tent area or something out in the yard, but you go inside and it's the mansion. It's very fancy. And basically, Lord Disturnus is sitting in essentially a giant like a dining room. Uh, and he has like all of the other like knights that were kind of doing other various jobs in there. Uh, his own personal knights and then the rest of the party is sitting in there. And he Oh god, I have to do a Scottish accent. <laughs> Right, so, what did you all find out this evening? Blah, recap of what Blah. I said earlier. All right. That's, well, that wasn't recorded, so. <laughs> that's, that's fair, that is very, very fair. That's fine, no, but people who listened heard what happened with Una, so. He listens to Una and Rowena's report and nods. And he looks at the I rest of- I will also see if he's hiring and try to get Micah a chance. How did she sell this? <laughs> he's trying to get her new boo uh, a job with the No, he's not a boo. He's just a really sad little depressed boy who just needs love and proper support. <laughs> he's like a lost little puppy that like cowers in a corner and you're like trying to give the puppy confidence that's, that's what this oh, is oh this isn't the um the graveyard date okay <laughs> no is and this, he's just a douchebag is, is so this, does Una call him a puppy to him because like please say yes uh, probably i mean okay. 
as sad as it is, like, he's just, he really wants a shot. He's really unhappy. He's had a lot of traumatic things happen here. And he would be a really good guard dog. But right now, he's not provided the opportunity because he's been treated like a little puppy and kicked around. And he just needs a chance. And I do have a time set up to spar with him. Because he was going to teach me how to sword fight. <laughs> so I think he'd be a great addition to your team. Lord, Lord Disturnus <laughs> keeps a mostly neutral face. He's very good at being stone-faced and you kind of get the idea that it's like you don't get to be head of the military without having a good poker face. But occasionally he raises an eyebrow and then after he, he she goes on about this, he's like, well, I'll be honest, I'm more of a cat person myself. And he kind of like scritches Avery's ears, who or Avery's ears, which is the giant uh, cat she, which are like the, the fake cats. Um... And uh, he would have to be vetted by the head of my guards to see. And we do have more pressing matters. However, your charitable heart is noticed. And if he is talented, I'm never against taking in talented recruits. However, just because he's a kicked puppy does not mean I'm going to be easy on him. That is fair. And he says, uh, though, good Good tactics on getting a date to go see the graveyard. I like the initiative. Uh, what, what would he say? Very foolish. And then you kind of look over at Septima and he's like, you might have some competition for your, your, your title. Oh, sad. And like, she looks, and Septima like laughs and looks at Una and is like, mm, I don't think so. I don't think so either. That's such an insult. Oh my god. Una did not say that out loud. Yeah, no, I know. No, no, Septima, Septima like nicely looks at Una and reads Virgin and is not threatened. Fair. Very fair. Which is not an insult. She's just like, mm, honey, no, she's not she's not gonna catch up to me anytime soon. I wish her luck. So Yeah, he he seems overall pretty happy with Una's report. Maybe not so much like impressed with her plea but he is like it's not a complete no however he's not just gonna get a straight in uh he can audition just like any other night i'm sure he'll be fine i actually really it's all a play, like, all a play right good like i really do like if he's really shitty it is gonna be real really bad <laughs> oh uh, my god he's just like this scrawny little nerdy kid in a corner mm -hmm. Man, Una took pity. He looks around. I'm assuming all of you didn't just sit on your asses for most of that dinner and dancing. Um, well, we did end up talking quite a bit, except, unfortunately, I think it didn't end up getting us any further into figuring things out. We just have more to investigate at this point. Well, we know that there was a sickness in Meyerfield that is mostly affecting guards in the winter. And that people are going missing. And that it doesn't seem like Rice is really doing much about it. There was a lot of 
attitude of concern um, amongst everyone, but I couldn't quite tell if they were... I think they were masking unhappiness, to be honest. He nods. Uh, Rion and interjects. Do you think it's likely... Did you get a date timeline for when the disappearances happened over the summer? Um, did we? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it was did. from yeah. May to yeah. August or something like that, or whatever my equivalent months are. It yeah. was during a certain span of Yeah, there was like a it was like a certain span of time that they said. And it also revolved around the disappearing too. It was Yeah, because like they happened around the like same this. time and we were like thinking correlation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Rhiannon, because she rolled a 16, and let me see what her intelligence is for this and her knowledge because she gets half her proficiency or is her proficiency bonus i miss being a bard sometimes i know right (laughs) they are pretty fantastic um all right so rihanna basically says that i remember rumors of the horse the ghost horse showing up when it was seen in fan around She would say the month of Drasea. However, I know that by the time it had reached Faye and it had sounded like people had seen it further outside of it as well before that. So it sounded like it was traveling. It seems like it. And the the disappearances would... We kind of are suspecting now that they're correlated with this sickness. It's too big of a coincidence to have them both happening around the same time. So the sickness has happened at the same time that, um, no, the, the disappearances. The disappearances at the same time as the sickness. No, because the sickness was the winter. Or was it the disappearances were happening at the same time as like the ghosts showing up? The ghost torts was showing up was. around yeah. the, time of the disappearances yeah. and, and and the ghosts in yeah. Meyerfield. Yeah, and right. Rhiannon says. Rice wasn't here, though, for the last... Like, Rice wasn't really here, though, for the last year. He was exiled to... Or he was banished in in Feldspar lands. He only returned early this spring. So he's only been back in Feyen and Meyerfield since then. So the sicknesses... If they happened last winter... Or earlier than that... Someone else... Something would, else. Would all of Rice's um, court or what have you have been with him or would they have stayed back in my field? Uh, Megan, did you want to say something or no? Because I saw you thinking something. Uh, Same question. <laughs> oh. No. If he is the only one, because I mean, there are rumors that he does have the legitimate brothers and that there's something cursed in the crypts could that be the cause of it maybe not rice himself but maybe the evilness of his family um trapped here lord disturbness <laughs> yeah i know lord <laughs> says i've heard the rumors about that from from as long as I've been around. However, there's never really been go- actual ghosts at Meyerfield up until what you've all attested to. However, 
As for whether a lord would take all of his servants with him, probably not, especially considering that he has his his first cousin once removed. <laughs> first cousin once removed and his and his wife here. And I don't believe they went to they didn't go to Feldspar with him. So it's possible that he kept uh he took some servants with him, but otherwise he might have left his stewards here or just to attend the, the family estates, both here and in Feyen. There has been... Th there was some talk of uh, his steward, Vil. Do you happen to know how old she is? Oh, Charon! What oh, no! What is your... Charon rolled a six for... Uh... History. What about Rhiannon? Um, Rhiannon... She, she might have some first-hand knowledge. Would... Oh, hey! The natural fucking 20. Okay, Charon is sitting there. I was trying to think because he's an Eldritch Knight. I'm like, he has a high intelligence, but I don't think he's got, like... And he probably he's has a, history. He's an, he has an, he's an Eldritch Knight? He's an Eldritch Knight. That's his class. Spoilers. Hey. Hot damn, okay. <laughs> and he's too high-powered to be used in this conflict. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't get on I his kinda, bad I, side. I, I kind of, when, when you were saying Ryan was like, oh, uh, Disturnus won't let me fight him. I was like, I don't think he's coming with us, so I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a little game He break. won't be there. Yeah. And I threw my, my high level ultra in there. <laughs> as much as I love him. Uh, so Lord Disturnus is sitting there thinking and he's like, Oh, to be honest, I never really paid much attention to, like, who Cedric Eris employed and all of that. And then Rice's servants. Um, and then Rhiannon is sitting there kind of thinking really hard about it. And she said, I remember when I used to hang out with him and Lila that both of them had said that she had been there since Cedric was since Lord Cedric, his father, was alive. And that Rice specifically promoted her because she was so talented and skilled. And she's sitting there thinking, um, but she's like, now that I really think about it, though, she doesn't look... She can't be more than 30. But I distinctly remember him saying that she was there for him when he was little. She's like thinking about it. Megan making vampire teeth. He's a necromancer. There's something fishy going on, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. Una probably doesn't know much about that type of stuff because mm -hmm. he never came across that type of stuff. But Megan, on the other hand... Megan knows! Megan knows and has suspicion! <sighs> I can't say I'm particularly knowledgeable about creatures that could prolong their life like this unless they are Heath's frowns. He's like, no. I don't think I don't think he'd be some sort of archfey creature or something like that. Um Did he just go Russian? Sorry. I'm I'm trying. It's okay, Lucy. It's I'm trying. He rolled shitty, he oh. went Russian. <laughs> <laughs> He forgot his accent. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Hans Franz would, would ask, I guess, out loud, um, 
How long, how long do elves usually live? They can live for at least a few hundred years. <laughs> how old is our mom, Lizzie? I well, don't remember. Like at least 200. Yeah. Would we have been able to get any sense? Were we close enough to her to have like... Vil? Discern whether or not mm. she's... She didn't look or elvish. Human or, okay. Um, Vil... <laughs> What did I write she looked like? Hang on, let me find my card. Looks like a she, bitch. She came up to um, Rowan and I while we were oh, yeah. carrying yeah, the she was right there. trunk. She mm-hmm. was like, show me those muscles. She radiated MILF energy. Uh, <laughs> she was pale, had black hair and green eyes, very refined and timeless looking. Um, and she's probably hmm. on the top. Timeless, side. you say. Pale, you say. She, what was the last part you said? She's what? Uh, she just was very charming and had sort of um. She had a like level of sophistication to her and elegance that is, you know, was just present about her. She had just a force of personality. For even though she was a servant, she just kind of radiated some sort of energy and like, Aaron, like someone who's survived for years and years and years uh Aaron and um Josh you specifically remember that the Oak Knight was asking about any of the single girls that you came with specifically Nora and you said mm-hmm. that she had a boyfriend and then you said that Septim Septima was single and he said she was too old for him but then oh, yeah. he looked but then you guys started talking about Vil, and he was saying she was really hot. Because she's got some MILF energy literally radiating off of her. Not by Super wife energy, MILF energy. Well, the whole Super thing sketch. is that she has been around for way too long based off of what, what she looks like. That's yeah, what she we're probably getting looks at. like she's in her third, like mid-30s, but she okay. looks really good. And and Charon says, now that's not always a sign of supernatural things. For instance, I'm 67 and I look very young for my age. It's a bit of a disturbness family trait. And you guys thought he was in his early 50s. Uh, and then she between and then, 50s and 60s, you're not really saving many yeah. years there. But at this track record, this mm. this woman looks like she's like in her 30s, maybe. Yeah. But and if she was she around, should be like 60 at least something. 90. Or, uh, Rhiannon says Rice is at least 27. And sorry, she it's was, 12, 24. She was older when yeah. he was born. I don't know how old. I don't know how old. started when she was 15, which would just put her in her mid 30s or like 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she but could. She, I mean, she we was, need to figure out how old she, she was when he first was born <laughs> yeah. yeah well because if she was around for rice's can I, father can i see your birth certificate ma'am right. <laughs> i mean that was that yeah. on. i mean she could have started working when she was 10 you know which would then put her at that age right. but if she didn't start working until she was in her 30s and she still looks like she's in her 30s right then nail the other option too is coffin. if it if it's not necessarily something that she is it could also be some sort of glamour that she's got on herself you know That's true. like your leaf or <laughs> he's a hag don't druids also have the ability to stave off 
that kind once of stuff. Once they're high enough level. Once they're super high level, but... Is it 18 or 20? 18, 18. I think. 18. <clears throat> Stop aging! Bam! Just Felix does have a couple things that he wants to bring up before we move on. Um, Pretty much he says that uh, he thinks that the uh, it's possible that uh, the nightmare that Rhiannon uh, and the group ran into might have been, uh, you know, having to do with some of the summer disappearances. And it seems to have stopped after the party killed it from the, yeah. Uh, he also brings you up mean it that, could be the ghost horse? Yes. <laughs> uh, he also says that uh, some maids were talking about uh, Layla's dress, dresses uh, getting, you know, let out a few inches and being ordered a few inches larger around the waist and, you know, stomach, so. And who is Layla again? The, right. Oh, Westwood's niece, right? No. Yeah. No. That's Lila. It's, there's too many Layla's, Lila's, and... No. I remember... Layla, yeah. yeah Layla, Layla is Rice's first cousin's once removed wife who lives here, too. Oh. Okay. Ronan always makes no, a so face when her Her being pregnant so. probably is not much of a scandal then. Yeah. It's actually kind of like Rhiannon actually says... It's about time her husband actually showed up in her bed. Uh, As has he been absent? When I used to be around them, I remember her saying that he was a womanizer, which makes sense because Rice is as well. Uh, Felix also uh, points out that. Uh, he thinks that uh, Rice might not have delivered uh, Nary's letter to the uh, temple due to the visiting clerk's concerns. Uh, they seem to be not, like, they didn't seem to know what was going on, if I remember right. And uh, Father Nary had, like, written to them to try to get some help, and it never showed up. So he think purposely thinks that that was mm-hmm. waylaid. And yeah, I think that's it actually. Uh, Septima, because I'm sure the other guards have various news, but Septima actually looks at Felix and says, uh, you didn't mention what you told me. He sighs and uh, thanks her for reminding him. There's too much going on. Uh, at the moment, I think. And he goes on to share that uh, he recognized one of Lord Griffin's men as one of the two that he had followed from the brothel that night when they had met with the Venerable. Lord Desternus sighs and he says, well, that was something I was hoping wasn't true, but I was not completely surprised about. As soon as you mentioned Blackburn was some Blackburn in that note you showed me, I had a suspicion that Griffin probably was somewhat tied to all of this. 
It's a great misfortune to have somebody on Elaine's council as part of the Venerable, as well as Westwood when he was alive. And he's looking very frustrated. Like he's thinking about maybe the political ramifications of that, but also like, how do we, how do you prove that? And you can just see that he's very, very like, weighed down by all of the weight of this. Um, and he says, I might need to send some sending spells to people to prepare for getting some of the council members here who are more loyal to Elaine, depending on what happens with Rice. And he like leans back in his chair and is like thinking, uh, everyone give me like an insight check. Not curious, just notice. 22. Seven. Oh, Megan. 18. That's a four. Everybody who got above a 17, it's more like a casual observation. You can see that like throughout this conversation, um, Septima keeps looking at Felix occasionally, like more than she normally would with kind of just a very stoic look on her face, but then she's not oh, really okay. saying anything. That's all. Like, she stoic looking at who? Like, stoic? Uh, Septima is, has been looking at Felix with a stoic expression on her face like she occasionally, while we're recounting. Can, it's not like she's doing obvious looking, but it's she's very subtly occasionally looking over to Felix and has a very stoic look on her face when she does. Is it like she's trying to say, you know, or like silently like pressure him to say something? Or like she's or like she's trying to figure something out? She's trying to figure something out. Okay. Um But uh Heron also leans forward and says, I know that some of you have some business on a date to the graveyard tonight. I would urge that you don't do much more than investigate, though. Tomorrow morning, I got invited to go hunting with Rice, and I accepted because I think it would be wise to see who is talking to who. And <laughs> Megan's shit-eating grins. <laughs> and he's like, he also invited our ambassador friend here, too, and I will need some guards to accompany me. We'll probably be leaving at sunrise and back late morning, if not a little bit later than that. So he sighs. I mean, if my brother's going, I would like to volunteer. He nods. Um, I will gladly go on, as well. Yeah, it depends on who you think would be best in their current position to go with you. Um. Rowena says, I should probably go as a groom because I'm the one who actually knows more about horses and for hunting. So, Una, maybe you should stay here with Folent um, for that and rest since you're going to be out late. Um, and he says, I trust that, well, is it just you going to the graveyard tonight? He looks at Una. Well, I would like if uh, Felix and Nora could go with me and maybe have the rest of the team on standby. 
uh, as far as Rowan, Hans and Franz and Hans and Franz. If I'm not needed elsewhere, I, I'm I'm okay going. Felix? I'm good to go. Yay, team stealth mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um he Caron says basically Well, I'm going to put some faith on you that nothing bad will happen. However, make sure that if you do get into trouble, you don't get caught. I don't think things are in place yet for us to pull this off successfully. Investigate as much as you can and stay safe. I think we can manage that. Yes, Your Grace. We'll be okay. And he looks at Rion and he's like, well, they're your, he's like, well, they're your troops. She kind of gives him a look like, yes, they are. Uh, So she says, let's go back to your rooms and let's go back to your rooms and figure out how this stealth mission will go. And uh, Karen basically lets you guys go plot it out. Um, Woo. Um, you guys go ahead. I'll be right there. I'll, I'll catch up. And she's gonna go and try to snag Septima. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, Septima, are you? Is everything okay? Mm, what do you mean? You seemed like you were thinking really hard about something. I just want to make sure that you're okay. Um, she smiles and she's like, you're very sweet, Nora. Just tired and there's a lot going on here. There's a lot. Um, are you okay? You didn't dance too much with too many people. No, it, I got really distracted, honestly. There was a really big family tree out in there. Um, hall, and so I was looking at that tapestry, but it was really nice getting to dance with Hans and Franz and Felix as well. He he kind of taught me how to dance quite a bit. It's very nice of him. Does she get any sort of read from this? <laughs> kind of read? Like Nora? Yeah. Um, Can I do an insight y- yeah. to see if she, her expressions changed? Because she noticed it was always t- directed towards Felix. Alright, that's another 18. You just beat her her bluff a bit. Yeah, she had a bit of a reaction when you mentioned Felix's name. It's did Felix do something to upset you? Yeah, he's actually a pretty terrible dance partner with me, but I'm glad that it was good with you. Yeah, it was quite good. Um I mean as somebody who has to mingle with nobility a lot and be undercover. I suppose he has to know those kind of things, huh? Right. Yeah. Very much so. Um. Are you and Felix familiar with each other? You seem to know him a bit. Well, I tend to get to know people pretty quickly. And he does remind me of he reminds me of probably one of my exes. I have quite a few of those, to be honest. Oh, um, I I 
didn't realize it was something like that. Um, but I'm, I don't know if Felix has been in the area for very long. I don't honestly don't know much about Felix. He's very nice. You don't know much about him, but you trust him? She kind of like gives an eyebrow raise. Well, I'm, I've worked with him quite a bit and I know he's very good at what he does and that he would never put us in harm's way. So that's why I trust him. Oh, he was part of your group. Um, mostly, yes. He's just very private. You guys are just giving each other like a look. So how exactly did you meet him then? We were on a job together, um, just traveling and helping out and we went separate ways and then ended up meeting again after a little while, so. Um, but he's been very helpful, especially when we don't quite know where to turn for certain things. He seems to know a lot about nobility. That's a very useful skill to have, especially with where we are right now. It is. Um, but remember, if anyone gets creepy with you, he asked about this earlier, and I don't remember above table, nor was there for it. It is true where we do know how to castrate people, so if you really need that, let me know. I don't need anything like that, I, I promise. But if that happens to come up, I'll let you know, I suppose. Um, I don't know, I, I do wish I knew more about Felix. He seems very sweet. I feel kind of bad that he's not able to open up a little bit more. This is like such an awkward thing to have happening. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Um, well, I mean, maybe you should use your cute little face to win him over. Okay. She kind of gives that look of like, mm -hmm. like, nobody's ever told me to do that before, but I'll take your word for it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then she says, now, good luck on your mission tonight. Keep everyone safe. Well, let me try. And I have things I should probably check on and she'll like leave you and stuff. But it was just like incredibly awkward, Nora. Like there, like you couldn't quite catch her on everything, but there was there was something there. Nora knows, and she just kind of, like, gives, like, a reassuring nod, and it's just like, mm -hmm. All right, have a good night. Um, I better head off and see the others as well. Okay. So, back in the room, Rhiannon says, Well, what's the plan for sneaking to the graveyard? Our goal when we get there. What are we trying to necessarily look at? Well, I think that because it seems to be a hot spot of weird creepiness, just getting a feel or a look around without having, like, without getting in trouble while looking, if that makes sense. I thought it would be an easy, nice way for us to look around without guards being like, hey, why are you down here? So I think it's just a way for us to get down there and see what's there 
I don't know if we should try to actually break into the crypts. I would assume that there's going to be alarms of sorts. Well, he like said some... he was taking me to the crypts. That's what he said. Well, he said I've never written. Oh, no, nope, I, I have crypts. Speak? Okay. Right. He was taking me to them, supposedly. Okay. Allegedly. If he gets too handsy, gonna just kick his butt and make him forget. That's, that's um, what we need to do. Rhiannon asks, so you're going and you're going and you're going. We don't really have a way to communicate, so back. Unless we leave Spreewell. Yes, that is my plan. To leave Spider Other Spreewell with you guys. Otherwise... I think I should go dressed as Sophia because I have my my sending stone and I can message Hans and Franz, Andrew's character, back in the mansion if something goes wrong. That would be good for you to be able to message feathers like that. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to do Andrew's accent and his ass is staying in the mansion because he's not here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would work. I'm That would also prevent him from getting the wrong idea if it's just us. So Perhaps it should be a double date. Good work. We could do that. Have well, you if, and If Rianne... Hans and Franz isn't going, um, would you... Yeah. Need an escort? Well, um, Hans and Franz, and she looks at Josh as Hans and Franz, are you planning on going or staying here? Because I could sneak along with Felix. She pauses before she says his name. <laughs> and <laughs> I could go with Felix, and you could. You, you could both be on a date together or Ro, if and Ro, or Rowan could wear the hat of disguise and look different. If we Wait, all I'm sorry. Go. Who's, who's all going to the crypt? Una? I Nora, definitely don't think there should be a lot Rian, of people. Felix. At least not a lot of visible people because then he might be like, what the what and cancel. Well, me and Felix would be stealth. Stealthed. Um, Nora would be stealth because she would be, I'm assuming, an animal form. Uh, I I don't stealth. Well, you could be. But but I. Part of a double I'm date. also going. But well, who who would be my date? Rowan. Is it Rowan? <laughs> Otherwise, because Rowan's not stealthy. What's wrong? Um, I, I also could help with the stealth part for those who aren't very confident with it. So would you want to be on me and Felix's shoulders? One of our shoulders? Whoever it would make more sense to. I, well, I, we would be, him and I would be stealthing. Well, I could. Or she could I go on Hans and Franz and Rowan. As well, if they were something just right behind. That so way I'm going, going hunting in the morning. You don't want to go then. You're going to stay I, here. Forever. I definitely don't want to 
Be up all you night. Know, ha- yeah. Have a week head in the morning when when there are weapons, you know, out and about. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, should, we should be back, what, midnight? Half past? But they're leaving to the hunting at six in the morning. Yes. So well, that's not time for sleep. If that's anything not a... were to go wrong... Brianna looks with... at Felix like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, <laughs> that is not enough time for sleep. What? Well, and with, Re- with Rihanna coming with as well, I mean, she could easily message the guys to come and join us. If needed. If mm-hmm. needed. But that is a good point. Rowan, maybe you should stay for... S- if you need to sleep, above table, she doesn't know that Rowan doesn't really sleep. <laughs> I only need a few hours of sleep a night, so um, if if that is of anyone's worry, then I don't I don't think it's a problem. She kind of like cocks her head, like, "Oh, so you don't actually sleep?" No, um, I. It's it's something that's a little uncomfortable, but I'm sort of always awake. Oh. Even even when I'm resting. That must be very very hard sometimes. It it can it can be um it it's just it's just the way it's always been. So I don't I never thought anything of it, but um people get uncomfortable thinking like, You can see the look on her face is like that is good information to know in the future. <laughs> Some people don't like to know that I I'm sort of always watching. watching. Oh, I mean, I I like knowing that. That's good to know. Rowan is going with then. Felix smirks at that. (laughs) She gives Felix a look of like, shut the fuck up, bitch. (laughs) 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 Don't you say a thing. If Rowan is going with, then perhaps I should be on his shoulder instead so that I have a better chance at helping him out. Well, thing. Well, okay. So do we want Una to be completely alone on the date with this guy? Or do we want it like she brings a friend? Or like it's a double date? I mean, I Maybe think I can should... be okay. I mean, I can defend myself if needed. I think the other thing too is if we're looking to get any information out of him, it might be better for him to think that she's just her he... for maybe a romantic date. Okay, so I guess I'll be stealthing then next to Felix and the rest of you then. That'll be fine. If he starts getting handsy, I'll just break his hands. That simple, right? Well, he sounds like gives a gives a heavy nod, just like <laughs> yeah. Somebody <laughs> breaks somebody's legs. I mean, well, if if he touches me inappropriately, then you know, and he doesn't listen to no, then he. It's his own fault, I guess, right? That, that's how that happens? You break his legs, I mean, yes. Do. yes. I don't know if I can I, do legs. I think I can do fingers. I've done that before. It's like when I accidentally stab that guy. All you gotta do is put your heel right into their kneecaps. Well, do you know what happened with the band-aids? I tried doing that and it didn't go very well. I thought you said band-aids. <laughs> I, I was like, what? <laughs> do you guys band-aids. know where I put the band-aids? I can't find them in the first aid kit. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, there were like 10 of them. It's just this one guy. That's true. But he he is definitely a big guy. He's about as big as Rowan. I do have one other question. Um, 
Would it be a good idea for me to be an animal up front? Because if we're gonna go to this graveyard in order to investigate it, I could be helping out with that and I wouldn't be probably much use as an animal if I wanted to use any spells. I mean, if you can help the rest of the group be stealthy in your human form, because that would help you as well, correct? Yeah. And I would say just you with the rest of them, and then we'll just be in front of you. So that way, if you needed to assist in some way, you could. So my question okay. is, we do have this uh, potion <laughs> um, that is pretty deadly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to use Whoa. it on him. Yeah, the one that we made for uh, oh, well, yep. that's just okay. potent, yep. and it got mixed yeah. with the drunk berries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the it's pretty much toasted now. Um, but I do have some more of those drunken berries, and he seemed to like the way they tasted. Wait, so maybe what, what I should have, have a couple of those. Alright, Felix doesn't know. Oh, we made a sleeping potion and then put drunk berries inside of it, which was not maybe the smart thing to do. And we didn't no. need it. So, no, it's you know, they go to sleep for a very long time. <laughs> no, they, they would sleep like for, forever. I think it was 24 hours. That's what the potion was supposed to do. However, cool. the longer it sits, the more potent it becomes. And then Don't we put out. alcoholic berries inside. Don't be out. <laughs> Get rid of it. You're going to well, kill someone with it. Yeah, now Order. we know when it could come in handy. You know, it, it might come in handy eventually. There's some really bad people in the world, but I do have these drunk berries still. <laughs> Pretty sure we have like a half a pitcher left. Remind me to never, ever leave uh, an open drink around you. Well, I mean, just just a drop in Lord Rice's cup and our problem solved. We can go right? home. <laughs> right? Except I'm assuming he probably has like a food taster. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. However. That was not Rowan. You put an <laughs> Rowan arrow? does not think like that. What if you like in like had like an injecting arrow? So like you fill it. So it's like a sh like a syringe on the end of an arrow. And then when you shoot it, it just puts it right into them. You just figure out how to make those. As as a previous archer, I thought about that. I was like, if I dip my arrow in poison, but it's like it's got to be ingested, yeah. not just like, oh, yeah. there's a little bit coated on the it arrow. Just makes me think about the it's venom versus poison. This just makes me think about the um the Skyrim uh Dark Brotherhood quest where you have to yeah. infiltrate as the chef. Yeah, we'll just do that. We'll just become yep. the food tester and not actually test it and just deliver it directly. Yep. I yep. am uh, I am immune to poison, immune or yeah. There you go. No, you're immune to disease. I don't. Well, let maybe me, it is poison. I, I always confu get confused whether you're you're it's disease or poison. Well, and technically, is this an actual poison or is this just a really bad sleeping potion? Uh, yeah, I have I have advantage point. to saving throws against being poisoned. Hmm. Yep. And then I have resistance to poison damage. Oh. I am immune to disease. I mean, just food for thought, eventually. <laughs> I mean, As a food well, taster, if, food for if thought. This, if this fails, if this fails, and we can't find anything on him, Rhiannon shrugs, and we think we can poison him, 
maybe that's not the worst thing in the world, but that's probably not the smartest thing. I, I'm still going to have to research on how to make injecting arrows. Hounds and frowns, that's for you and I to figure out together. Hold on, let me just uh, multi-class into... Um, yeah. Alchemist. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Could probably make a little tiny flask, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you gotta figure out a way for like when you shoot it and it like goes inside like a needle mm-hmm. and then like all the goo goes inside the person. Just make a really sharp flask. Yeah. Well, but it can't uh, leak while it's flying. I, I'm going to go and get changed. Uh, so, you, maybe you all want to get into darker clothes as well, unless you want to be visible. I will make oh. myself look pretty. Oh, you're, wait, are you doing the, <laughs> hang on a minute. I'm doing disguise wait. self like I did before. Okay, okay, because I'm like, you're going to disappear in the dark, Una. I know. <laughs> no, actually, okay, he, has to, he has to have a lantern with him because he's human yeah. and he can't see in the dark. Okay, yeah, so true. like you'll be I visible. Think I would have a light source as well because literally yeah. I would be legit invisible. He <laughs> <laughs> jumps on him. They're like, Hi! <laughs> oh my god. So All my right. goal is to have some sort of light source, like a torch or something. Because, yes, I was a little concerned about that as well. But on the plus side, if he starts getting handsy, I can be like, back away, disappear. So, <laughs> he'll never Bobby. know. I think okay. I have, uh, I have one slot left of Disguise Self to do two slots left of Disguise Self for today. But I'll do it right before we go. Um, okay, so with that note, I'm assuming you guys all kind of go to be change. Um, yeah, Rowan will just sort of uh fiddle with his his um hat of disguise pin and turn into um st- still a human form but not the same as his Sylvester um uh persona and wearing all black. You're gonna have like the hat too and the mask, which is your eyes. Yeah. So you guys go get changed. Felix, as you go into your room, um, you immediately see with your... There's no light on in the room, but on your bed, you can see there is a little form curled up and you see a small cat um, expectantly. And you recognize it as the one you used before to summon to inquire with somebody who's an intermediary about what could have killed uh, Lord Westwood originally. This one has a note tied onto its neck. Did Felix get a new pet cat or is something else afoot? Find out next time on the Guardians of Fahal. (laughs) 